All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again. We are at the seashore with a very near and dear human being to my heart, my good friend, Tina Kaddish. Tina, how are you, my friend? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me here today, Davey. This is awesome. Uh, you know, this is, um, I guess we can call this even, uh, because when we met in person, you were interviewing me, in a sense, at an event down in That's South right. Florida. So the honor is is truly all of mine. Um, I'm such a huge fan of yours. So uh, for those that do not know Tina, um, she is, and I can attest to this, a dynamic speaker, a life purpose and business coach, trainer, and the author of Freedom, Seven Steps to Thrive in Life and Business. She's got over two decades of experience in leadership development, team building, and talent acquisition. And her roadmap gives clients the clarity to escape their nine to five, making their dreams a reality. Now, that is a bucket load of awesome words, very big words for somebody like me. Um, everybody, we all sound fantastic on paper, but... Please go ahead and tell everybody, Tina, a little bit about you, what's behind all of this phenomenal vocabulary, and just a little bit about who you are, what you do, and, and how we got to be on this show together here. Okay, awesome. Thank you again. So my journey really began years ago when I got laid off from corporate world as a trainer, and I loved what I was doing. And for the first time, I found myself laid off. I was a single mom with two kids, and found myself, I had never been laid off. I'd always quit jobs, never quitting on me. I tend to be a control freak. So I always made the decisions and made choices. So now the rug was pulled from under me and I found myself in uncharted territories. I was scared. So I just started a journey and well, I'll backtrack. I said to my manager that time, I said, you know, a door's closing right now, but I know another door is going to open. I just don't know what that door will be. And that's what I really started to think about. What is my purpose going to be now? What will I do? So I started a journey of networking, meeting great people. And I learned that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. But more importantly, I learned that a lot of men and women are unhappy, unfulfilled with their careers. They're stuck. They're just miserable yeah. people. Over 85% of working people are unhappy. And even today, I think even more today are unhappy, but they stay in that place of unhappiness. They don't make a decision to choose. So I made a decision that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I started my business life is ideal from that premise mm -hmm. that people need to find their passion, really living a life with purpose. So that's how I started my business. And, you know, we met at a networking event at, a, you know, I was a moderator and Davey was in the panel and I was asking him questions. So that's how we met and we've been connected for years. And it, I think it's been three years, maybe three or four yeah. years that we've <laughs> known each other and stayed connected. So, so that's what brings me here today is that I've continued my journey, my commitment. And I, I know we're going to talk about that, my commitment to people to women. So I'll leave that for later in this interview, because I know that's one of one of your yeah. um, principles, one of your part of your model. Yeah. Commitment. It, um, so when um, 
Now I, I knew your story. Um, and I, I love, it. I remember when you, you told me your story, when we met in person, I knew a little bit about it, but I remember us having that, that conversation. And I remember, uh, we met through, well, not through he, I don't even think he was standing with us. Um, but through Chris Salem, you, you you were connected with Chris before myself. And as yes. the world knows, unless they live under a rock, Chris and I are kind of attached at the hip. Um, and I remember, I remember where you were at that moment and where you are now. And it has been not just a joy and an honor, but something that resonated with me where I look at you and ask myself, how much better would the world be, especially here in the United States of America, if more people, women mainly, but men too, thought the way that you did? And I love the word that you use in choice. And we will get into that through the components here. But do me a favor, because I know this just came out recently, but Tell everybody a little bit about the book, because I've seen some traction with the book. I love the idea behind the book. As you know, I'm a huge fan. I knew you were going to have it. That's my girl. Um, of course. So tell, every, tell everybody a little bit about the book, Freedom, The Seven Steps to Thrive in Life and Business. Yes. Yeah, so when I got laid off and during my journey, because this is how this came up, an important value of mine is freedom. It has been. And I was actually with Chris Salem on a cruise ship. And I want to be, you know, a professional speaker. That's been one of my goals and it is still my goal. And so I was on this ship with all these speakers and all these people that had books already. <laughs> and I was the only one on this cruise ship that hadn't written a book. Okay. And I said, whoa, okay. So the woman who organized the, the cruise ship, um, she said, well, if you want to speak here next year, you're going to have to write a book. So I said, whoa. I've never thought about writing a book. Are you kidding me? I don't even like to write. And so I said, okay, I will. And we had to do this exercise. And we were in this group of, of people. And I said, I got the name of the book. It's going to be Freedom. And I'm going to create an acronym around the word freedom. And so when I came home, I just sat down and I, you know, I was with my one of my business colleagues as well. And she's a copywriter. And Vanessa Lewis, she's the one that helped me. Um, I don't take credit for this 100%. She helped me write this. We wrote this together. And we went through it and came up with the acronym for freedom. And that's how I launched my book. Well, what happened was I put it on a shelf for three years. Yep. Life happened. Other things happened in my personal life. And it was kind of gathering dust in my files. And I connected with another person that, you know, Daniel Gomez Yep. and we were talking and he, and I, you know, cause I want to be a, a paid speaker, be out there speaking. And he says, do you have a book? I said, it's funny you say that I do, but I don't have a book cover. I was so stuck on a book cover that I didn't launch <laughs> the book. So we tend yeah. to stay so stuck on the little things. Yep. He said, I'll take care of it. It'll be done for you. I said, okay. Good. I just delegated something. So I did. That's how the <laughs> that's how it got launched quicker because I delegated it to someone else to come up with the back and front, the front and back cups. And so it's the little things sometimes that stump us that we don't do something. And so for three years, and you know, it was done. And then my my 
my friend Vanessa, she said, when are you going to launch this? I said, I don't know. I really need to worry about the book cover. Well, yeah. in the meantime, life happened. You know, um, personal yeah. challenges um, happened. So the timing had to be in 2021. I really believe that timing happens when it's supposed to. It was meant to happen this year, not last year, not the year before. It was meant to happen this year. So I firmly believe that there was a reason why it happens. My daughter used to always say to me, everything happens for a reason. That was her favorite quote. Yeah. And sometimes things do happen for a reason. And so this book had to happen this year. So that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is, I want to tell you the irony in your transparency and honesty with the cover. So <laughs> one of the things that Brian Wright brought up in his interview was with his first book, he just threw it out there. And what he learned was not to wait for perfection, just, get it, do it to the best of your ability. Mistakes are going to happen and, and pump it out. And here you are in the next episode <laughs> talking about how it was on a shelf. But I can, listen, I, I can relate to that. Um, I, I kind of have a same, you know, that story resonates with me as it relates to the, to the seashore lifestyle book, because mine, I like the way you set yours up because it's really a guide for people um, it's not something that they're going to have to sit down and read for, you know, seven straight days, three hours a day. Um, and I think there's a lot of power to that. Um, and, and mine had been designed the same way. Um, and Chris had asked me, because Chris was a contributor in the book, you know, how do we get it done so fast? I said, well, I'm not writing a novel. I'm not J.R. Tolkien. We didn't put pictures, you know, in there. It's not a coloring book. It's, you know, exactly. pick it up exactly. every day, pick it up whenever you need that little bit of jolt of, uh, you know, a reminder. And I was really like, I gave you a thumbs up, even if you didn't see it, when I realized how you formatted it. I love that. I think that's, that's super powerful. Um, so I commend you for the simplicity there. Thank um, you. Yes, it's a small book, which is great. And it has action steps. Every chapter has action steps because huge. I firmly believe that you need to apply what we read, not just put it on a shelf and gather dust. It's yep. application. Nothing will change if you don't apply it. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. All right. So now that we have enlightened everybody, for those that do know you and for anybody that, um, that doesn't, um, with how you got to be where you are, how amazing you are, all of the awesome work that you are doing and the lives and businesses that you're impacting. Um, now we've known each other for quite some time and you know, my seashore concept very well. And I'm really excited about this because I cannot wait to hear your insight on what the components in here mean to you and your life and your business. So the first one, is clarity in my world that's about standing at the shoreline and being clear in what you see in front of you but for for you tina when we say clarity what does that represent in your world thank you yes so clarity for me um is about people not knowing what direction to take in their careers for me it was my career when i got laid off i had no direction i was in this loop of trying to figure it out so clarity is how I really start my business because I help you to find clarity in your life. So it's funny how you have this part of your components because clarity speaks to, 
it, it might be a word that people have said, well, it's it's been used so many times. But if you don't have a GPS, I see it as a GPS to your life, to your career, to business. Do you have clarity? Do you have a clear direction to where you got to go? And so for me, I needed to figure out what do I want to do with my life? What direction to take it? So clarity to me is really having that eye-opening, that vision, really knowing where you want to go next. Yeah, I love the GPS. Uh, I love the GPS reference for all the acronyms and analogies that I come up with. <laughs> GPS has not been one. Um, I, I just, I, yeah, I've always thought of that. And, and it is because, I mean, we need a GPS when we get in the car to go somewhere, right? Yeah, well, we absolutely. need a GPS with our careers. We need a GPS with our businesses. Yeah. We need a GPS. That is... That is way to kick it off. Like, wow, just mic droppage right off the bat. All right, so now we have to pick the microphone back up um, and go into, and you mentioned it earlier. Um, I know this is going to be a good one with you. Um, commitment. Commitment means something different to everybody, even though we all know what the word means. Um, commitment has a different derivation to everybody. When we talk about commitment, what does commitment mean to Tina? Yes. Okay, so... When I got laid off and then I, because of fear, you know, it took a year and a half, I started my business, but then I went back to a job because of fear. And I stayed in a job as a recruiter longer than I needed to, because I was committed to that job. Okay. But I was committed to my business because remember my value was freedom. I wanted to be so free. So I was committed that I said, I'm going to leave my job no matter what, but I was committed to my business, but I had somebody tell me, a coach had told me this years ago, you're not really committed to, to your business because you're working full-time and you're working your business part-time. I said, I am committed, but you know what? Commitment is being all in. So in 2018, I, I left my corporate career on my terms because I was committed to being in my business full-time. So commitment is being all in, in whatever you want to do. Are you half in, half out? So I was half in and half out. I stayed in a, in a career that many of us do because of fear. We make excuses. We stay stuck and mindset is, is you know, is always huge. Okay. And that's what commitment means to me is being all in. That is, so one of the things, um, that I love here, you know, for me, when, when I developed this concept, you know, the words, I, I put the words in different, and then it, it, what it is now is what people know. Um, but you, whether intentionally or inadvertently, you just perfectly brought us in from clarity being a GPS to committing, meaning going all in. And this is fantastic because you segued perfectly into the next component, which is control. Now, control, when I say that, and I'll say this on every episode that I do, when Davey says control, people cringe because it's a, it's a really strong word and there's a lack of it on so many levels right now in our society, especially here in the States. And I know you and I are very much aligned with where things are right now in society. But yes. when we talk about the word control, now we know clarity is your GPS, commitments all in. What does the word control mean to you, Tina? So I believe that we can control our attitude. 
we can we can control our our we we are a hundred percent responsible for our life and we can control we can control our attitude can we control what happens to us wealth the weather taxes um, certain things we cannot control you know um i you know there's things in our life that happen that we cannot control but we can control our behaviors our attitude we can control our mindset we make a choice every day on how we're going to be are we going to be negative or are we going to be positive so that's what i mean by control and i know today yes our control you know it's all whatever's <laughs> going through right now we can have a whole con another conversation on that okay um but i really believe in freedom and our personal choices and but we can't control our attitude so i think for me it's really controlling our attitude controlling our the decisions that we make the actions we take is how it, uh, what it means for me i i love that um and i'm, I'm for those of you that you know when the video um is up you see me looking down i take notes when i'm having a discussion with people um, and when we bring this full circle, I, I've got some words. This is, this is so phenomenal. Um, and you're proof. Um, that's what I love about you. you. Everything that you show people how to do, you have done and continue to do in your life, in your situation, when you are going to be laid off and you were being quit on most people at that point, that's when they feel they've lost absolute control. You, on the other hand, decided that's what I'm going to take full control over everything and it's just blossomed ever since then you had the seeds planted and now it's just grown into this beautiful garden of incredible entrepreneurship and leadership in the work that you do i love that um which again just inadvertently perfectly brings us into the next part of the seashore which i i know this is a big word for you too um compassion um when we yeah. talk about compassion um, at the seashore, it means one thing in the world of Tina and in your world, empowering freedom, what does compassion represent to you? So compassion for me is, um, it's, uh, em embrace your, your, your talents, your gifts. It's having compassion for yourself. In other words, don't be so hard on yourself, you know, um, yeah. because we tend to be so critical and you know, love yourself because a lot of times what we don't do today is love ourselves and celebrate our small wins. Have a compassion for not only our others because we we want to have. I have compassion for other people. What are they going through? I want to serve them, understand where they're coming from. So I do have compassion and empathy for other people. Okay, and so, but I have compassion for myself that I give myself a break and say, okay, Tina. You might not be where you want to be yet, but you'll get there. So it's it's giving ourselves grace. Yeah. You know that we're not there yet. I you know Chris Salem, what does he say all the time? Trust the process, trust your journey. You may not be where you are yet, but you're going to get there. But is it keep going? Keep going. Yeah. And and and, and yeah, um don't quit on yourself. Have compassion for yourself. Give yourself a that break. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, now, you know me well. So that's something um, in my life, in my story, I had to learn <clears throat> the hard way. But God has a very good sense of humor. So it just wouldn't be me as as my dad would say, 
whether or not my son was born on third base or not, he ran back to first base just because that's how Davey has to live his life and do everything. Oh, right. I no, no. Love, yeah. I, 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 I resonate with what you just said. Yeah. I, 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 the self love, we're going to hit on that in a second, but um, yeah. you said some very powerful things there that I think people deserve to understand um, as it relates to, to self love. But now the next word here, um, when I think about you and I think about your life, when I think about your business and I think about how the two are just masterfully aligned now, um, there is a word that always comes to my mind with you. And it's a word, actually, I, I told you before we went live that, you know, Chris and I were just talking about all of the awesomeness that you've got going on. And the word that I always, always, always think of with you is consistency. And of all the words and all of the amazing value and content that you've shared so far with clarity, commitment, control, and compassion, this one, I'm really excited to hear your stance because if there was a picture in the dictionary of the word consistency, your face would be next to it. Um, Necklace and all, makeup and all, it would be you. Um, So for the rest of the world, outside of my edification of your, your greatness here. When we talk about consistency, Tina, what, what does consistency look like to you? So consistency is that every day you're going to focus on what, okay, focusing on your why. So for example, what is your why? Why am I in business? What is my purpose? And so every day working towards that why and being consistent. So consisting, consistency in your habits, you know, your daily habits. Like, you know, we talk about this, Chris talks about this all the time. It's, are you, do you have daily habits? Are you focusing on income producing activities with your business? Are you, are you consistent with your family? You know, your relationships with your family, because our lives are not just our careers. Our lives are everything. You know, are you consistent with your health? You know, I had to learn, you know, this year, you know, there was some inconsistencies with my health. I had to address it. And I did because I wasn't consistent. So when we're not consistent in our life, in certain areas, one area of your life, you're not consistent. It's going to affect other areas. So my business might have been consistent, but my health was not. And I started to have some health challenges that I needed to address. So consistency in all aspects of your life are important. Okay. And that's to me what consistency means. And there are days though, Davey, and I, you can relate to this. Uh, some days you just don't want to get going. You don't want to yeah. do anything. Oh, yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. But don't stay there forever. You know, a lot of times yeah. people just go up and down. They stop. They start again. They stop. They start again. There's no momentum because they're not consistent. They're not doing the daily habits. The, they don't have goals. Like they don't even set weekly goals, daily goals, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly goals. Yeah. And that's yeah, why I, I off. Yeah, you're you are one thousand percent correct. And you know, again, everything you just said is is exactly why you know you are. It's funny. Um, in our in our world, um, in personal and professional development and leadership development, 
uh, whether it's a, a life coaching client or business development client, you know, but I, I see this a lot with pickleball too, where we talk about daily habits. We talk about goals, whether it's writing them down or, or typing them, whatever it is, a vision board, you know, whatever. There are people that say, you know, like, well, that, that just doesn't, that doesn't work. Like that's just pie in the sky because there's so much fluff in our fields that, you know, people look at the negative, but, one of the things that I'm hoping to highlight with this show and in the work that I do, uh, and it, it's embodied in everything that you do, is you made a choice. And people, if they make a choice to implement these simple strategies, whether we call them life hacks, business hacks, or, or just strategies, simple little things, this is what ends up happening. You have the Tina's of the world. You have the Chris Salem's of the world. You have the Daniel Gomez's of the world. You have, you know, the, the Davies of the world and the Madeline's and, and all the wonderful people that we have in our circle. Um, if these things didn't work, we wouldn't be connected. You wouldn't be the successful entrepreneur that you are. I wouldn't be. And there's something as we bring this full circle for everybody, um, to rehash for everybody here. So, when Tina talked about clarity, we brought up GPS. That was her. And I thought that was so spot on. And I'm so embarrassed for myself that I never thought about that freaking analogy myself. Don't be but embarrassed. She, she talked about uh, the GPS for clarity. Commitment is going all in. And how simple. I always say you can't commit to anything without clarity. That's why clarity is first in my concept. So it's impossible for people to go all in without the right GPS. So... With Tina's seashore, it's clarity being a GPS. Commitment is going all in. Control is boiling down to your attitude and accepting what you're responsible for and what you're not responsible for and controlling our mindset and our behaviors. And we do that by having the right GPS and knowing how to go all in. Compassion about embracing yourself and, and understanding self first. And, and something I, I wanted to highlight here, Tina, because you said self-love. And I find nowadays, and I think right now in, in our times, no matter where people stand on politics, pandemics, vaccines, whatever in God's gracious name the media is going to give us to talk about, self-first and self-ish are two different things. Yes. And the way that you spun that on, on the compassion component is so powerful because it's something that you again, I'm going to use this word, you embody it. You are the least selfish person that I know. You're one of the, like the most kind hearted giving people that I know your love and support. I mean, we, we knew each other before we met in person, but you know, sometimes when we meet people in person, it's like, Oh my goodness. Like, wow. What they are in Oz is not what they are in Kansas. And <laughs> You were exactly what I thought you were and just you embody understanding how to be whole first and keeping your glass, you know, totally full going all in. And I think that's something I hope that resonates with people that need to hear that because I think people are afraid to take steps in their process because they think they're being selfish and putting yourself first is not being selfish. Do you, do you agree with that? I do. Cause I used to always think of others and I'm not saying not to, 
but I never, ever thought of myself. Like self-care to me was like, what? What are you talking about? Self-care? That's, yeah. no, there's no self-care, no self. I mean, I didn't love myself. I mean, I grew up having low self-esteem, inferiority complex. I mean, I grew up very shy. You wouldn't know it today. My parent, my father says it today. Like, whoa, what happened to Tina? Well, Tina grew, Tina, you know, matured also. Yeah. But um, loving yourself, you gotta love yourself. Cause if, and I used to say this, I say this to my kids, if you don't love yourself first, how can you expect others to love you? Yeah. You know, and you gotta be first. And it's not selfish. It's, it's thinking of yourself. It, it's important to think of yourself without being nasty, greedy. Like there's a difference. Okay. You know, um, yeah. but loving yourself is very important and I think it's healthy. Okay. Yeah. That way. Yeah. And I, I, I want to, you know, for, for a lot of our audience, if, if they don't know, you know, other people in our circle, um, you know, with freedom, freedom is a, is a very powerful word. And it's interesting because, you know, as you know, recently, Chris and I started Empowered Fathers in Action, our nonprofit um, years ago with a uh, gentleman, Joe Cohen out in Jacksonville. And recently we've made a little bit of a transition and I wanted to kind of rebrand part of what we did around freedom. So now, you know, the for-profit side is empowered freedom in action. And there is something so powerful that people are forgetting now that again, our relationship, I'm so proud to say proves. And that is we are all self first human beings. You, myself, uh, again, Chris, Daniel, is it, I mean, you wouldn't know it because Daniel's just a, a loving guy. He always wants to pray for you. He always wants to yes. bless you. He always wants to ask what he can pray for you with. Yes. And But yes. Daniel is a master at putting himself first so that he can be the strongest version to serve other people. And a commonality here is that we are aligned because we have the same thought processes. We believe in freedom. We believe in self-empowerment before we can go out and save the world. And yes. I think you, the wisdom that you drop today, um, I'm not surprised because, um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I know you so well, um, but you absolutely gave insight today that I love. And I know that the audience is just going to really resonate with. And I know people are going to want to know more about you. They're going to want to learn a little bit more about you if they don't know you. So where can people find out more about the awesomeness that is Tina and more about the work that you're doing? Where can people go to find you? Okay. So I'm on Facebook, Tina Kadish. Uh, I have a website, lifeisideal.com, all one word. Um, on LinkedIn, uh, Tina Kadish as well. And I'm on Instagram. I don't use Instagram as much, but I'm really on Facebook and LinkedIn and my website. And my book can be uh, it's on my website that you can buy it if you'd like. And, uh, but it's also on Amazon and I have a course that is in beta launch right now for, from my book that I recently launched as well. So, uh, I'm excited that, you know, I really want to make a difference in women and men that they can find freedom every day. And, and, you know, what, one of the things that I say is that in a blink of an eye, our life can change tomorrow. It happened for me. And I want everyone to really make their dreams a reality. And, and, and why are you staying stuck 
and not moving forward because tomorrow it could go away. It could go away. And so it's time for us to step up and live life excited, like really loving what we do every day instead of just being miserable and making yeah. excuses for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's something very, we've mentioned it uh, a few times. Um, I never had, we were connected, your daughter and I on, on social media. Obviously I, I don't know how I met her. It must've been through you. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm kidding. Through me. Um, yeah, of <laughs> course. Um, but yes. um, there's, so we've heard all of this beautiful insight and we've talked about all of the wonderful things that you've done with your life and your business. And um, it, we mentioned that life can change in the blink of an eye. And I, I think there are some, some people in this world that if you're okay with it, I'd like to kind of, I'm not going to dive into details, but I'd like to tell everybody what that life-changing event was for you and why this is so powerful. Everything that we just discussed. Cause I feel, I feel that she, she deserves that. And she's kind of looking down on us right now. Like you better give me some props on this one. So, um, yes, I can definitely, um, I'm, I'm going to let Tina, uh, you know, tell you everybody, but, um, I just want to say that, um, knowing what I know, knowing what she's about to share. Um, I, I may, I may cry. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, knowing what I, I know, what she's about to share with everybody, um, makes her story and makes her work and, and everything that she does so much more special. And, um, though I can't relate to her as a parent, I can relate as, as a brother, as a grandson, as a nephew, I can relate as a human being. Um, mm -hmm. so Tina, what, what was the life changing event that we keep bringing up and why is it so important for people to em embrace every opportunity with their loved ones? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, on October 22nd of 2019, my daughter was diagnosed with ovarian cancer and at 37, 36. And we embarked on a journey of cancer, chemo, died within eight months of ovarian at 37, was with her side by side. And what I was grateful for is because my mindset was going on through this whole time. Yeah. I'm going to, we're going to get through this. We're going to survive this. My daughter's going to have a second chance at life. Because again, I said it earlier, I have to be a control freak because everything's got to go. Okay. Well, yeah. no. So I was laid off. I've been through a divorce. We almost lost our house, my husband and I. We've downsized our house. We're living in a condo right now from a house to a condo which by the way, the condo that we're living in was my daughter's. We are living in my daughter's condo because she bought a condo when she was diagnosed with cancer yeah. and couldn't live in there, lost her job and all that. But the control that I talked about earlier is that it was taken away from me in more ways than ever. But what I said after she passed, because I never believed that she would, I was asking for a miracle. My faith was shaken. My faith was really, and I've talked to Daniel about this and I've talked to other people about it because my faith was really in question. And my book, my first chapter is about faith. 
faith in yourself, faith in someone else, a higher power. And so my daughter passed away. And let me tell you, everybody, your my faith was shaken. So now what do I do with all this mess? How do I take this situation and help other people? So my goal is to help grieving moms. How can they go from pain to peace? So my book that will be coming out in January of 2022, which will be her birthday, her birthday is January 27, will be honoring her. And that's my goal is to honor her, to carry a legacy. My daughter was a writer. So she actually had an article written that everything can change in a blink of an eye. Her life in one day changed forever. So I took that from her and I, I was also a co-author in a book. Before I launched my own book, I was in a book collaboration and I wrote A Mother's Voice that everything can change in a blink of an eye. It's also on my website. And so our lives do change, can change tomorrow. And so it's really put things in perspective for me today that be grateful for everything you have love yourself, love others, love your family. I have a son that, and a husband and without my family and friends, my daughter's friends, I wouldn't be here today. And let me tell you something, there were days that I didn't want to be here. I'll be honest, I didn't, but I have a purpose and I'm gonna, there is a, there's something more coming in 2022 that is bigger than, than my book. So I have a vision. There's going to be more to come. I just, you know, don't know what that is yet. Yeah, I don't know what that is yet, but it's coming. That, it's coming. It's coming. I, um, yeah, I, the reason I, I wanted to highlight that is because I know how integral a piece of your work, your daughter will forever be. Um, but for for any and everybody that listens to this episode, I, I want you to understand that the pain that Tina and her family and their friends went through in that loss, I I watched that happen. I watched that that progression. Um, and as as heartbreaking as it was, here is Tina Kadish today sitting on my show publishing books out there, changing lives, making an impact in other people's lives and their businesses, helping grieving mothers. We have, not only do we have every opportunity in front of us every day that we wake up, but embracing every moment for opportunity versus obstacle. There's no excuse, no matter where you are in your life and your business. Tina endured pain that, like I said before, she shared that I can't relate to not being a parent, but I can relate to the pain and I can relate to the absolute awesomeness and tenacity in continuing to move forward and not getting stuck. Right. Right. We have two choices, you know, and I made a decision to move forward, but honoring my daughter every day, carrying a legacy yeah, um, versus committing suicide because... Yeah. You got two and choices. I, I have two choices. Yeah. Yes, yes, you do. All right. So again, for everybody, Tina, this was absolutely incredibly awesome. Um, everything I was hoping it would be and more. Um, again, you can find her predominantly on Facebook and LinkedIn. Highly recommend you connect with her. She always puts killer content out there. Um, Tina Kadish, 
lifeisideal.com. Tina, I want to thank you so much again from the bottom of my heart for being willing to be a guest here and joining us at the seashore. Um, you are just one of those rare gems in this world. I'm so blessed to have in my life. So thank you again. Um, and to everybody else, uh, thank you for the love and support that you've shown the show so far. Um, our next guest coming up next week uh, will be Rob Nunnery, who is a pickleball professional, one of my favorite dudes. He's going to share some insight. We're going to tie into life and business. But again, today was all about being at the seashore with Tina Kadish. My name is Davey Williams, and my gratitude, as always, to Tina for her love, support, and the impact that she's making in the world. We will see everybody next week. Thank you so much, Davey, for having me today. Appreciate it.